Good morning, church. How are we doing? How about we pray? Lord, this morning we thank you for, you know, just your blessing and your, your I don't know, prosperity you give to us in, in health, in finances, in, in, in um, mental health, God. Lord, today we thank you for the grace that you've given us to live in an awesome nation. Father, we lift up this land to you and we, we thank you for it so deeply, God. Lord, let your blessings flow across our country. In Jesus' awesome name, amen. So this morning, I want to really continue on the theme that's been coming through all morning, and that is a theme of praise. It is the second last day of the year, so I think it's time for us today to praise God and thank Him for a year that's been. Amen? As most of you guys know, I grew up in, um, in an Anglican church, and we used to say, or the priests used to say a few things to us, and we as a congregation would respond, and and this is the theme of my message this morning. And the, the, the priest used to say, um, the Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. Go Anglicans. <laughs> yeah. Only the good ones come from the Anglican church. Joking, joking. <laughs> From there, you know, from there, we, the, the, the service used to go into communion and all that sort of stuff, and we don't need to go through all that, but there's some pretty incredible words that are spoken every single Sunday morning in a whole bunch of Anglican churches, and, um, you know, things like, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest, you know, every single Sunday morning, we used to say that as a congregation. So today I thought to myself, or well not today, over the last month or so as I've been preparing this message, I thought to myself, how do we worship God and how do we give him thanks and praise? And, and even on the inside of us, for us to actually have the sense that it is right to give him thanks and praise. So I figured we'd go through a number of things today. We'd look through a few scriptures. You'll need to grab your little phone out or your Bible out because we're going to look at a few that won't come up on the screen. I'll read them out as well. But I thought, let's start in the Old Testament. There's a, there's a whole bunch of words in the Bible. I'm not a Greek scholar, but there's a whole bunch of words, or Hebrew scholar for that matter, in the Bible that describe the word praise, or that are described by the English word praise. So we're going to read a number of those today. I'm not going to go through each one of them because I can't pronounce them, but that's all good. We will just simply share from what the scripture says in our language. Amen. So start with 1 Chronicles chapter 23. Let's start in the Old Testament. Back many years ago, the word thanks and praise that's in this part of the scripture talks about boasting about with words and singing. That's the English translation of the word. And it talks about a tribe of people, the tribe of Levi, whose job it was to work in the house of God. And I just, when I came across this scripture this week, I thought, wow, this is an incredible thing. The duty of the Levites was to help, this is verse 28, run Chronicles 23, verse 28, then we're going to jump to 30. The duty of the Levites was to help Aaron's descendants in the service of the temple of the Lord to be in charge of the courtyards, the side rooms, the purification of all sacred things and the performance of other duties at the house. Jump to verse 30. They were also to stand every morning to thank and praise the Lord. They were to do the same in the evening and whenever burnt offerings were presented to the Lord on the Sabbath. 
at the new moon feasts, at the appointed festivals, they were to serve before the Lord regularly in the proper name, a proper number in the way prescribed for them. We can see from this scripture that God prescribed to a, a whole tribe of people to stand and praise and give thanks to the Lord every morning and every night. My mum has, has, has had a habit since as long as I can remember of every morning getting up and reading the Daily Bread book or Joseph Prince or one of those sort of guys or people or, or um, what's the other one she loves? The lady, the Texas lady, Joyce. She loves a bit of Joyce. So she'll get up every morning and read and she'll pray for each one of her kids and grandkids. She's following the example of the Levites, hey? Every morning she jumped up and, and gave thanks and, and praises God for us as kids. We can see that, you know, there was normal times where we jump up and say, give thanks and praise. And there were other special times. And I don't know about you, but I love New Year's Day because it's like hitting the reset button. You know how most computer problems can be fixed by turning the thing off and turn it back on again? I don't know about you, but I feel like January 1st for me is like flicking the power switch off, letting all the motors wind down, and then turning back on. Off we go. I love through this scripture where the Bible says every morning they stood and they gave thanks and praise to the Lord. I wonder if it's not something we as a congregation should be thinking of a little bit more in our daily life. Being someone that who, who at times, you know, goes through some, um, I use my brain to make my money, obviously, not my hands. I use my brain to make my money and, and for, for me, sometimes it's hard to turn that sucker off, you know. But I reckon for us as a congregation, at times we've got to stop and say, God, we give you thanks and praise. And what better way than to, than to follow what's been spoken about in the scripture here every morning and every night. Just to, just to fit it in a breath. We don't have to be verbose if we're not a verbose person. We can be if you are a verbose person, all good. But, but, but just to be able to say, God, I thank you today for, for my honey, you know, or for, for my kids or for my, for my call or, or whatever, you know. And, and see what difference that might make for us in our mental health, in our view of the world, in our view of each other. Here endeth the lesson, but let me follow it up with a few other scriptures. Swing over to 1 Chronicles 29 verse 10 and let's have a look through that. Not sure what your Bible looks like, but mine is really, really coloured in for this bit. 1 Chronicles 29 verses 10 to 13. You can keep going on in this scripture, but let's just look at those. Therefore David blessed the Lord before all the assembly, and David said, Blessed are you, Lord God of Israel, our Father forever and ever. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power and the glory, the victory and the majesty, for all that is in the heaven and in the earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O God, and you are exalted as head over all. Both riches and honour come from you and you reign over all. In your hand is power and might, in your hand it is to make great and to give strength to all. Now therefore, our God, we thank you and praise your glorious name. And he goes on, he's very verbose, he's our David. Some key words from that scripture for me, and I don't know how about you, but for me these are things that popped out. Praise to the God of our father Israel. He was very specific. He wasn't just speaking out into the ether. 
He wasn't speaking out to a God. He was saying, to my God, I praise you. It was a, it was a, it was a family thing. It was a family tradition. You know, on, on my mum's wall, she's got a thing that says, um, as for me and my house, I will serve the Lord. We are a generation of people. This is us. We are a generation of people that, that, will, that will love God and serve him from generation to generation. Some along the way might be a little bit off track, but we are a people of the generations. Amen? Praise God for who he is. Be extravagant in our use of words. I love the way, you know, David, King David was extravagant. He used words like greatness, power, majesty, splendor. Praise God for his rule and reign. Everything in heaven and earth, yours is the kingdom. So we praise God for his rule and his reign. Praise God for his provision, for the wealth and the honour are yours. Praise God for his strength. His hands are, are strength, power to exalt. He gives power to exalt and gives strength to all. Give God thanks. We thank you, God, for the greatness that you've given, you know, the great things that you've given us. And praise his glorious name. Learn the names of God. Learn his characteristics. Characteristics. There's so many, so many things you can learn from a, from a study Bible or from, from Google. <laughs> Be a bit careful. But, you know, there's so many things we can learn about who God is. The names of God. You know, Jehovah Jireh is. God is my. Mm. Jehovah Nissi and Skindu and all those different ones. So King David showed us how to give thanks and praise. The word praise means to boast about with words and singing. Uh, let's go over to Psalm 63, if you've got that with you. Psalm 63, verse 1. Psalm 63. This one is praise from the Psalms, to glory in and calm and soothe. Psalm 63, verse 1. God, you are my God. Early I will seek you. There it is again. In the Bible, numbers of times, early in the morning, late at night. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. So I have looked for you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory because your loving kindness is better than life. My lips shall praise you. So to glory and to calm, to soothe. Thus I will bless you while I live. I will lift up my hands in your name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise you with joyful lips. When I remember you on my bed, I meditate on you in the night watches, because you have been my help. Therefore, in the shadow of your wings, I will rejoice. My soul follows close behind you. Your right hand upholds me. But those who seek my life to destroy it shall go into the lower parts of the earth. They shall fall by the sword, and they shall be a portion for jackals. But the king shall rejoice in God. This is David speaking. Everyone who swears by him shall glory, but the mouth of those who speak lies shall be stopped. It's amazing there. The, the couple of things I wanted to pull out of that scripture were, God, you are my God. Early I will seek you. And then later on in the scripture, when I remember you on my bed, I meditate on you in the night watches. I wonder if we should read, read a, psalm, a proverb in the morning to get our wisdom right and a psalm at night to thank God for the greatness of who he is. Don't start with Psalm 119, because that one goes forever and ever. So words for praise, boasting about with words and singing, to glory in and calm and soothe. The next one is from Psalm 100. This is one of my favorite Psalms of the whole Bible. 
Psalm 100, let's have a look through that. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know what the Lord, sorry, know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. Isn't that amazing? How about you say with me this? Make a joyful shout to the Lord. All you lands, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us, and not, we are, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Who he wants to enter into his gates, be thankful. Who wants to go into his courts? Let's come in with praise. God, I praise you. You are magnificent with singing and with strong voice, with, with, with choruses from the 70s, God. We praise you. <laughs> we sing a sacrifice of praise. Let's lift up our hearts. Let's lift them to the Lord. It's right to give him thanks and praise. What do you reckon? What do you think, Terry? Yeah? I reckon you're... I reckon you're right. The psalm is awesome and something that I wonder if we should again be looking at regularly in our lives. You know, this one here has five verses. Even I can get through that without losing attention. Five verses at, at night time. God, I thank you today. I'm making a joyful shout to you, God, for all the lands. I'm serving you with gladness. Come, I, I come before your presence with singing. Put yourself right into the middle of that psalm. I'm entering into your gates with thanksgiving and into your courts with praise. There's something special about Psalm 100. Let's have a look at the next one. So we've looked at, number one, praise being boasting about with words and singing. Number two was to glory in, to calm, to soothe. The one we just looked at now was a celebration, a lauding, an exaltation. Let's go across the New Testament and see what the Greek has to say. Ephesians chapter 1. Let's zip over there. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. How do we go? Do we find it? No? Do we find it? We're all good? Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Listen to this bit. Having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself. How cool was what Stewie said before about, about his kids and about how God just looks at us with complete and utter abandon. According to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, by which he made us accepted in the beloved. In this scripture, Paul is praising God for what, he, what God, what Jesus has done for us. 
how he chose us, how he made us holy and without blame before him as adopted sons by Jesus Christ. That's the good news right there. That's the part of our life that, that we just need to, I don't know, find that connection and find that strength in. I think when on the inside of us we have a, a sense of who we are and know who we are, a lot of the stuff from our headspace goes away. Have you ever found that? Ever found a point when you just feel comfortable in, in who you are, who God's called you to be? There's like a sense of confidence that comes. God, we praise you with the gifts and the abilities you've given to us. God, we praise you for sending your son, Jesus Christ, as Lord and Saviour for us. Lord, that you would look at us with complete abandon, with complete, with complete joy, with complete love, not a single piece of sorrow, God. Lord, we look to you as the author and finisher of our faith. Father, we thank you that we enter into your gates with thanksgiving. Thank you that you give us the opportunity to even be there through your son, Jesus. God, we lift praise to you for the greatness and the glory of who you are. Be forever respected, my King, for you are wonderful. You are wonderful. I want to read two last scriptures for us. Revelation 7, verses 9 to 12. This is what heaven, or part of what heaven is going to be like for us. Revelation 7, verses 9 to 12. After this I looked, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count, listen to this bit, from every nation, tribe, people, and language, standing before the throne and before the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands, and they were crying out in a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb. All the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures. They fell down on their faces before the throne, worshipped God, saying, Amen. Praise and glory, wisdom and thanks, honour and power and strength be to our God forever and ever. Amen. I reckon if it's good enough for heaven, is it not good enough for us? Let's finish with this scripture, Hebrews 13, verse 15. Therefore, by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God that is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name, but do not forget to do good and to share. For with such sacrifice, God is well pleased. Let us allow the fruit of our lips to be filled with thanks and praise. Let the Holy Spirit empower our words to be those of giving praise, honour and thanks to God and life will appear in our lives. As we do good and share and our God will be well pleased. Amen. Let's pray. Father, this morning I, I lift us as Bayside Church up to you, God. As, as this church, as this family. Jesus, we honour you as the Lord and the Saviour of our lives, as the one who, who owns it all, who has it all, and we are simply custodians of what we have on this earth. God, I thank you this day for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross so that we as Bayside Church and, and us as Australia 
Lord, might have a way to be perfect in your sight. Thank you, Father God, that you adopted us as daughters and sons. Lord, thank you that through the blood of Jesus, you can look at us with complete love and abandon. Lord, this day, teach us, you know, put it on the inside of us, God, every day to, to, to worship you and praise you and to thank you for the greatness of who you are. Lord, we thank you for 2018 and God, we look forward to, to another great year in 2019. Let your grace, let freedom rule. Let freedom come, Jesus, as we praise your awesome name. In Jesus' name, amen.